0: What did we just watch, Amy?
1: We just watched Bullet Train. About a bullet train. Assassins on a train. What could go wrong? It's like snakes on a plane, but it's assassins on a train. Yeah, but there was a snake on the train. There
0: was also a snake on the train, which... Just one.
1: It's a good choice. Just one. I
0: appreciated the snake on the train.
1: So these are our first impressions with spoilers, without any previous thought on what our thoughts are, so...
0: (laughs) We haven't thought about our thoughts. We're just thinking them.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry Kevin. About
0: the <laughs> We're on the quiet car. No squeaking.
1: <laughs> no squeaking. I so we listened to the book that it's based on. Yes. Also called Bullet Train in the English translation. Yes. Um, and so. We had finished the book like an hour before we started the movie. Yeah. And I needed a break before we did the podcast (laughs) because I was on dramaturgical overload of what changes they'd made from the book to the film.
0: It was very difficult for me to watch the film and think about anything other than the changes they made. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um... So I guess we'll talk about the book, too, since we did just finish that um, on audiobook together.
1: Yeah, I can't talk about the film without talking about I know. the book. I could I have just... if I hadn't read the book. But yeah. uh, nope,
0: they're going to be one podcast, two topics, mm-hmm. the same story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I really like the book. I'm just going to put that out there first and foremost. Um, and one of the earliest thoughts I had while we were listening to the book is, how did they turn this into a Brad Pitt movie? Yeah. Um, and after watching the movie, one of my questions remains how are they going to turn this into a Brad Pitt movie? Because <laughs> I don't think they've answered that or solved it. Yeah.
1: The book is very, as you put, cerebral, and that's a lot of interior monologues. Mm-hmm. It's a point of view novel from each of the. The assassins, yeah, the passengers. Although I don't think
0: the word assassin was ever used in the book, which no. I really appreciated as well. Everyone just talks about being in the business. Yeah,
1: in the business. So the, the main characters, um, yeah, it's from their points of view. Yeah. Different chapters.
0: You get uh, Nanao, the prince, tangerine and lemon. Uh, or kim- fruit. As, or that's the what... fruits, yeah. Uh, Kamura, And then in the book, you get a few other tangential POV characters as the book goes on. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I really liked the book. And I was, thus, somewhat disappointed with the film.
1: That's fair. I, I think I liked the film, but I think... I have a very biased point of view because I think having just read the book I could fill in a lot of the story and the character. Yes. And if I hadn't read the book...
0: I think it would have been real flat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I think one of the things that bothered me about the film that I don't know would have bothered me again outside of the context of having just finished the book is how tightly woven the various storylines turned out to be whereas in the book everyone's forced to interact with each other but they're all closer or farther away from what might be called the central narrative thread. Mm -hmm. Um, And that felt more organic to me Like it was a bunch of really bad coincidences that sort of led to this situation. Mm -hmm. And that is funnier because the book is funny. The book is Mm a comedy. Um, Because it's particularly because it's a book all about like bad luck and things like that. So making every single person involved in the process unambiguously tied to and driven by arguably the antagonist of the film, feels too pat.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that change. Yeah. I guess what you're alluding to is they were all on the train because they had some relation to the White Death. Yes. The kingpin of the 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 underworld. And in the book, uh, two of them are there kind of, we think... Because of Minigishi, mm-hmm. who's the kingpin in the book. Yes. Which one is another mean,
0: weird choice they changed, but yeah. I can get behind.
1: One that you know for sure, and then one connection that it might have been Minigishi, but it might have been another assassin that hired. Mm-hmm. Um, Unclear. Yeah. But they were all on the train for, for
0: different, different reasons and that was more interesting to me than them all being on the train for basically the same reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, because like the prince's stuff, his entire storyline, I should say his in in the the book, book. hers in the, uh, movie was independent of anything that was happening with Minagishi or the white death, the big bad of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, and that both heightened the tension and the comedy, because we didn't know, like, where he was going to go. He was a very wild card sort of a character. He could do anything. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, there was no guessing what he was going to do. He was driven purely by his whims.
1: And he was a sociopath. And he's a sociopath.
0: Uh, something that does not really come across with the prince in, in the film. The film.
1: Which was another disappointment. Yeah,
0: like I don't, I could care less about casting the character as a woman. Like that's fine. She was just boring and bland and uninteresting.
1: Well, I think that's partially because you don't have the backstory. The prince in the book has yeah. like manipulated the entire school, yeah. adults, just to do his whims and his, at his beck and mm-hmm. call in a mm-hmm. like. Well, he's, a he's a sociopath. He has to no do all sorts no of no feelings things. about yeah. what he's doing. No empathy. Um,
0: and that makes him a very compelling character, even if you know you don't like him at all. Whereas here, the prince in the movie is she's got daddy issues,
1: a vengeful, yeah, wannabe kingpin, which
0: is so boring mm-hmm. <laughs> comparatively. Um, I still think Brad Pitt was wildly miscast.
1: <laughs> in the book, Brad Pitt's character is called Nanau, mm-hmm. and he is like in his twenties. Yes, he's young. He's relatively young. He's Japanese, of course, because all of the, all the characters, characters in the Japanese. book are Japanese. <laughs> it's a Japanese book. Yes. Which I mean, you could have international characters yeah it's it's and
0: um... and it's fine that they're all japanese and it's fine that they're not necessarily all japanese i think i think there are some important important contexts in the book that are lost when you make the characters not all japanese Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of like the interpersonal age-based stuff that the prince does is very much based on expectations and you lose that by making it an international cast you also make it more marketable to an international audience, I mean, it was a U.S. production, so it's not like it was a Japanese production first, and they cast a couple white folks in it, but or Westerners. But anyway, now in the books, you were saying is very young, relatively inexperienced.
1: And what's so interesting about him in the book is he is incredibly unlucky, mm-hmm. but he's also an incredibly good assassin he Mm -hmm. is good at what he does so in spite of running into all of these problems from his unluckiness Mm -hmm. he is good at what he does yes and that didn't come across with there there's so many reasons that it was weird to see brad pitt one (laughs) he's so much older he's yeah than now in the the books but i didn't think he came across as especially unlucky In the film. There were a few things. There were a few things
0: where he was like, I can't believe this is happening to me. It was him, like, mean mugging to the camera, like, what? Why is this going on? You know what? Mm -hmm. This was supposed to be a simple job. Um, Without the sort of, like, hang-doggedness of a guy who has literally his entire life been beset by the worst possible luck. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I didn't get that feeling from him at all.
1: No. And they still show him Brad Pitt being very good at his job, mm-hmm. but I didn't think he was—he
0: was no better than anyone else on the train. At well, his job. one of the <laughs>
1: first things that happens, yes, he meets the wolf, and in the film, he doesn't know who the wolf is. is. In the book, it's unlucky that Nanao meets the wolf because they have beef.
0: They've got beef. <laughs>
1: And it was very unlucky. Yeah.
0: He's trying to get off the train and there's the wolf. And, oh, dang it, I'm, i got to deal with this now.
1: <laughs> but Brad Pitt meets the wolf. They fight. One of the first things that happens is the wolf stabs him, but it goes through his phone. Uh-huh. So Pitt is not stabbed, which is yeah. very lucky.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's almost, by the end of the movie, it sort of comes across of maybe he's actually really lucky, not unlucky. I mean, unlucky.
1: he survives this horrific train crash. Yeah. With, you know, maybe Neary a couple of scrapes, yeah. and that's...
0: Yeah, I mean, there's literally a very visually interesting shot of him, like, flying through the train cars as they're crashing, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. being hit by anything. Yeah, he doesn't feel unlucky. He feels unlucky maybe in the micro, because, like, he keeps losing phones. Like, that's kind of a running joke in the film, is he has to keep finding a new phone to contact Maria.
1: Mm-hmm. Who, do we get Maria's
0: name in the movie? I can't remember.
1: I don't remember yeah. either. Yeah, so I think without the context of the book that it makes sense that, that yeah, Brad Pitt in the film yeah. made sense. It didn't stand out to me as an odd casting choice in the context of the film.
0: No, but I, I also think Brad Pitt is the level of actor both in fame to a certain extent in, in his talent set that warps a film around him. Mm-hmm. And I think that happened here. I think it became a Brad Pitt movie rather oh, than yeah. a sort of murderous comedy of errors.
1: Oh, but from many points of view. From many
0: points of view. You know, Nanao is not the only point of view character in the book and is not, oh. is arguably not the main character. He's he's almost an Inspector Clouseau-esque, like, side to the main quest of what's going on. You know, he gets hired in for this one thing, uh, but there's a lot of other stuff going on around him that he's only ever vaguely aware of. Like, he never, at any point, suspects the prince of any wrongdoing or anything weird. Mm -hmm. He just thinks he's kind of a weird kid. Like, why does he keep bothering me? And... Is trying to avoid all of this sort of more serious stuff that's going on, which they played with that in here, but you cast Brad Pitt in the role, he becomes the main character
1: uh-huh.
0: in a way that is not detrimental to the movie necessarily, but warps it, changes the structure.
1: Well, it also helps that there really weren't any big stars in it. There were a couple cameos. cameos. But none of the other, the other actors have been in things mm-hmm. and have like successful careers, but yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not yeah. Brad Pitt famous. They're not A-list <laughs> blockbuster yeah. films. So that also makes it curve towards.
0: Absolutely. He's got to, he's got to wait. Um, yeah. Cause I've seen most of these actors in things, mm-hmm. um, You know, Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Brian Tyree-Henry and and Tangerine, or Mm -hmm. Tangerine and Lemon respectively have both been a number of things. And are very good. Um, I really liked... In the movie, I really liked the relationship between Tangerine and Lemon. Although, again, it did not to me reflect the relationship between Tangerine and Lemon in the book at all. Yeah. It was an entirely different personalities
1: between them
0: Um, you know they kept the Thomas the Tank Engine stuff which I was amused by Um, and was much funnier in the book I don't know
1: I I mean I thought they had good witty banter oh yeah they did they worked really well
0: together Um, I thought Lemon was great in all of his scenes Mm -hmm. Um, I think
1: that was the biggest difference Lemon from the book and Lemon in the film yes
0: very different characters um, which is not a bad thing necessarily, but is stands out dramatically yeah you um, know, in, in a way that almost made some of the stuff they kept, like the Thomas the tank engine stuff, not work as well. Yeah um, which was disappointing.
1: Yeah. I think he see in the book, he sees the world through Thomas the Tank Engine mm-hmm. and its characters. And in the film, it's kind of secondary. It's like a cute little like obsession cute, on the yeah. side it's that a, he has.
0: I mean, really, what I read it as was, like, on the autism spectrum.
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely got and, autism from and that. And that sort
0: of, you know, using it to navigate the world. Whereas, and here he says, like, oh, I learned everything I need from watching Thomas the Tank Engine, but I never got the impression that he did.
1: Well, in the <laughs> books, he describes every character from mm-hmm. Thomas the Tank Engine in, like, a few sentences. Mm-hmm. And I missed that in the film, because describing people according to the character they correlate with, in his mind, mm-hmm. to Thomas... Tells you a lot about that character. Yes. In the real world. Yes. And how and he sees them and, yeah. And you get that maybe with, like, the Diesel. You get the, you it's get the Diesel It's very clear reveal. that the Diesel is bad in the film.
0: Yeah. But you don't understand why the Diesel's bad. Yeah. Which, the Diesel is bad not just because he spread rumors about people, but because he convinced someone else, he convinced everyone that someone else was doing the rumor spreading. Mm-hmm which is a perfect encapsulation of the Prince Mm -hmm. who's doing all of this manipulation to make other people seem bad. Like, yeah, absolutely. The Prince is a diesel, but him just saying the diesel's bad. And then the Prince being the diesel, because the Prince is bad in the movie. It's like, okay, but they're all kind of bad in the movie. Like they're not, it doesn't correlate in the same way. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, a book is not a movie. A movie is not a book.
1: You gotta, you gotta accept. make changes. You gotta make changes. You gotta leave characters out. You gotta combine characters. Yeah, I was...
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this in the context of, like... Okay, if I'm watching this without any of that, we get to this big explosive confrontation at the end... Uh, at the final train stop in Kyoto in the book Mm -hmm. no not in the movie sorry Kyoto in the movie
1: um, I can't remember what it was in the book but it wasn't Kyoto
0: it wasn't uh, I was kind of wondering if Kyoto was like uh, the next or like on that same line it's not important The geography of the Shinkansen is not important for either film, strictly. Um, But you get to this final showdown where they meet the big bad and you have this threatening showdown and everybody fights and all the assassins team up to fight their shared enemy. And it was all very Hollywood. Mm -hmm. In kind of a boring way, even though... Mm. Like even putting aside the way things end up in the book like okay yeah we're all going to band together and we're going to fight the big bad and there's going to be explosions and fights and action sequences and it felt like all of those were there because it was expected of a big Hollywood action movie rather than because it aligned with the story they were trying to tell
1: Mm -hmm. well that's one of the main differences from the book to the film that I, reading the book, was like and how did this become an action film? <laughs> yeah. Because this is not an action book. It's not.
0: It's a good book. Um, but it's not
1: full of occasional action. Occasional action
0: sequences.
1: Battles and explosions.
0: Yeah. I think the closest thing we get to an action sequence in the book is what happens in The film as well, which is where uh, Lemon and Ladybug in the film and now in the book have a fist fight in their chain seats, Mm -hmm. um, where they're both like trying to sit in in the movie. There's the added layer they're in the quiet cars, they have to be quiet, Um, but they're having a fist fight in a very enclosed space and trying not to draw attention to themselves, which happens in the book but is described rather vaguely like it's not choreographed it's sort of like they Mm. fist fight each other in the seats and it's difficult because they're all close together and that's as close as you get to an action sequence at all um so yes turning everything else into a giant action spectacle felt unnecessary
1: well they also change the kingpin for its minigishi in the book Mm -hmm. and the film minigishi is Mentioned um, as having been the kingpin that the new one kills and, and takes over for, um, which is which... kind of the story of Takaharu. Yes. in the book, yes, like Minagishi replaced Takaharu. Yeah, and so the bad guy in the film is a Russian. It mm-hmm. goes by White, the White Death. Yeah. Which seemed like an odd change to me. I'm not sure the purpose of... I mean,
0: other than, like, getting Michael Shannon in the role, who's kind of famous, he's not really famous. Mm-hmm. He played, like, Zod in Man of Steel. Like, that's the only thing I recognize him from. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, not a huge name, where you're like, oh, we're casting this super famous person, and so we're going to change the ethnicity of the character.
1: It was just another question I had of why yeah. they changed some characters from Japanese to American, mm-hmm. or British, British, or Russian. Yeah. Um, and, like... Does that serve a dramaturgical purpose, or is it the only the purpose of to be a worldwide American film?
0: I mean, that's what it felt
1: like to me. Like I there wasn't a dramaturgical reason Mm-mm. to... Yeah, other, that's what it felt like to Other than
0: me. kind of the reveal at the end that the prince is his daughter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but that could also work by just making both of the characters Japanese, none of yeah. which would be unusual, again, for the primary Japanese bullet train from Tokyo to Kyoto Kyoto. Kyoto in the case of the film. Um, like Having both of those characters be Japanese doesn't encourage that reading of like, oh, maybe they're related. Whereas actually having them both be white, or Russian in this case, increases that likelihood, which again ties, ties into my kind of complaint that the whole movie was a little too compact. Hmm. Um, It was shaggy in in the book that in a way that felt more organic almost. Like things that happen that don't really ever resolve and they just sort of leave out in the world. Like in the film, the snake, for example, a gets set up very early on mm-hmm. like literally before anyone's on the train we hear about this stolen snake turns out to be the specific poison used by the mm-hmm. hornet Um, I did like a little bit what they did with the hornet again only because I know what happened in the book I think if I didn't know what happened in the book it wouldn't be interesting at all mm-hmm. um, we can talk about that and then So then the snake shows up, like, two or three times throughout the movie and is also, like, Brad Pitt's now immune to the snake bite because he has
1: the Anna Venom
0: Venom already in him. And, like, that all just shrinks down sort of these disparate parts into a very compact story, which you kind of need to do in a movie. You want to have fewer of those, Mm -hmm. like, wandering... Beats. Also, we didn't have the school teacher, who I yeah. loved. Um, because
1: in the, the book, h- was it? Was not He was just
0: the... a school teacher.
1: <laughs> but you didn't know in the, the book. whole time. You're like,
0: oh, is is, the is school teacher he in the something? business? What's
1: he doing? What's why does he keep showing up? No, he's just a school teacher. <laughs> well, and that's like in in the book. The snake is there, but is not a Chekhov's gun. No. Does not show up to fulfill some plot. Yeah. We don't know where the snake
0: was on the train to begin with. Um, it does show up as another example of Nunal's terrible luck. Mm-hmm. Because he gets attacked. But he doesn't even get bit. Like, it explicitly says he didn't get bit in the story. I think it implied it was like a constrictor of some sort. Yeah, so
1: it, it was wasn't just, a poisonous snake. Was it was just my, a snake. <laughs> unlike in the film, where it's, you know, 30 seconds the after your poison. bite... You die.
0: So, all of those things, like leading into that singular point, make it less of a comedy in a lot of ways. Um, Because they all felt like the natural conclusion of the story was this sort of eventual big action fight sequence. You didn't have the moments of levity, were moments rather than the whole film taking place in an absurd world.
1: Yeah. And one character that stuck out to me was Kimura.
0: Yeah.
1: Because there's no, in the film, they don't explain his background. So you don't actually know that he is in the business yeah, there's no mention. I mean, you find out in the film clearly that his father was yes, uh, but not what Kimura does or mm-hmm. is. Um, I mean, Kimura has
0: almost no character in the in the movie.
1: No, which
0: is disappointing. Just because he's also one of the few Japanese characters. Yeah,
1: and you know, and I was wondering like dramaturgically, why keep Kimura junior and senior Japanese mm-hmm. when you've changed I mean, they're the only Japanese characters that stayed. Yeah. Which now the that I'm thinking about
0: it is kind of weird.
1: Yeah. Like why that like why 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 just those... them?
0: And also why only
1: them? Yeah.
0: Like on a canonically Japanese train, there are so very few Japanese characters. Yeah,
1: there's even like a white lady who's like shushing them on yeah. the quiet car. Like why is that
0: gonna be a white lady?
1: Yeah, I I I just think in this day and age where we're seeing, and you know, this wasn't. I mean, this is a recent film. Yeah, it's out last year. Yeah. You know, we are seeing Asian-American-led films mm-hmm. doing really well. Yeah. And I don't know why we couldn't have more Asian or Asian-American actors playing yeah. Japanese characters. I, I don't know. Besides, like, money and racism.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the answers, I feel like.
1: Yeah, but so why Kimura?
0: Yeah, why Kimura and his dad? Who, like... Obviously seemed like a bad guy, like a a violent man in his very first appearance
1: on screen. Yes.
0: Which is fine, but is boring.
1: It's it's more of a reveal in the book.
0: It's a great reveal in the like,
1: book. Like he just seems like a nice grandpa. Yeah.
0: And he's worried about his son, who's kind of turned to alcoholism. Um he cares deeply about his grandfather. And his, his wife's grandson. great too, his grandson, sorry, yeah. His wife is there and she's great. Mm -hmm.
1: She 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 puts out the rice crackers. Yeah.
0: Like, it it all works beautifully. And you, of course, realize much earlier than most of the characters do that there's something else going on. But it's presented in such an interesting way that it's, you know, these kindly old grandparents' assassins. (laughs) Which doesn't make for a good action movie, but makes for a strong comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, literally while we were talking about this I thought ooh I would love to see like a Coen Brothers take on this film yeah
1: they're good at everything goes wrong everything
0: goes wrong there's violence but it's not showy like yeah lots of people die in this movie um, and in the book but it's almost always like dramatic when it happens Mm -hmm. you mentioned the wolf being an example of real early on where he kind of didn't even really mean to kill the wolf.
1: No, no, no. no. In the book. In the book. No, um, it was part of his yeah. unluckiness. Is he accidentally <laughs> yeah. kills. It's like, the oh, wolf. No, I didn't mean to kill this guy. Now I got to deal with this I dead body. Deal with
0: this. <laughs> Which is dark, but darkly comic. In a way where it's like, oh, there's a big fight sequence. I'm fighting for my life, so it ends with the other party dying. That's the natural conclusion of that happening Mm -hmm. and the comedy such as it is comes from Brad Pitt's character Ladybug not knowing why they're fighting Mm -hmm. which is less it's more visually interesting it's less compelling from a storytelling or comedy perspective I did notice and I was thinking about this too when we were watching or reading the book before we watched the movie that the movie is directed by the same guy that directed um, Atomic Blonde and Mm -hmm. Deadpool 2 Both movies I really like um, and are better, respectively, action and comedy movies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Deadpool is a comedy movie. Atomic Blonde is a mind-blowingly good action movie. Um, And they might have some comedy or action in the others, but neither one is like an action comedy in the same way, I don't think. Whereas this tried to be both and didn't do
1: either as well? I think I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, enjoyed it. It's not I, bad. I think I enjoyed it more having read the book, Yeah, and I was filling in a lot of the gaps that may have been there. Yeah. Um, but I did think it came across the comedy came across. I like the stylistic doing the flashbacks that are very quick cuts. Mm-hmm. Um... To, uh, to do what flashbacks do To yeah. establish characters yeah. and, and world building and story um,
0: I did kind of like the water bottle Montage mm-hmm.
1: The journey that the water bottle went yeah. on that Yeah it's fun. like those sorts of things yeah. that, that I liked um, I liked The random short cameos Yeah uh, they things. were fun and silly Yeah Because <laughs> normally I, I'm not necessarily a big fan of cameos These just seem like, shoehorned. Yeah. In, um, but each one was a surprise to me. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it, and it made me chuckle. And it didn't, they didn't understand you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I enjoyed that, and, um, and the action was good. Yeah. Um, it gets super ridiculous by the end. Mm-hmm. with hmm bullet train running off the tracks and mm-hmm.
0: um crashing through a whole dang town.
1: Yeah. It was super ridiculous. Yeah. Um But yeah, I kept thinking watching it um there wasn't nearly enough staff on this train. No.
0: There was one conductor
1: and, <laughs> and one the concessions, concessions girl. Person. And um like the fight that Brad Pitt and the Wolf have in the bar car. There's no bartender Nobody, yeah, there. they're just there. And it's just you know you could come in and yeah. take stuff. Um, Don't think
0: about it too hard. Yeah.
1: Does like that doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't to me. make sense. Like they
0: justify, and they kind of justify it later on in the book, that or in the movie that the White Death bought all the train seats mm-hmm. that were available. And so people could get off. We're getting off the train, but nobody was coming on, which mm-hmm. makes sense, like, and justifies that. But in the book, like, there's always at least a couple people around, which changes the tenor of all of that. And you can't really have big action sequences with innocent bystanders <laughs> around. Yeah. That doesn't work well.
1: well. also, they talk about silencers in the book, which helps make sense how oh, people yeah. can be shot. But this, in the film, there are no suppressors or silencers. Yeah, the closest so.
0: is when uh, Tangerine grabs the stuffed toy and shoots through it.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot, there's a fair amount of shooting. Yeah. Of people, which would have been heard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of shooting. Um. There was a lot of just loud action happening. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I just felt like it it would have been noticed.
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought it was fun that Sandra Bullock was Maria. Mm -hmm. I thought that casting choice worked pretty well, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was fun to see her at the end. Uh, I I think that's most of my thoughts. I was I think I was honestly most disappointed in the prince. I think mm-hmm. she was the least interesting change made because oh she's on a mission for revenge. She wants to kill her father she hates. She has oh conveniently like this kit to make the suitcase explode. And a gun. And a gun. To that she's already prepped to explode, mm-hmm. um, like making her sort of a Batman-esque in her preparation,
1: which is another like unfortunate change from the novel. Because in the book, the prince doesn't need to booby trap no. things because he just he plays with you psychologically yeah. and gets you to he do things. He just talks to you.
0: That's his superpower. So he it doesn't is. need to
1: booby trap guns and, no. and suitcases of money. He
0: wouldn't lower himself to that. He would, if he want. you know, he, he, he tracks down the case because other people care about it and he wants to see what's going on. Then when he finds out it's money, he's like, oh, that's boring. Stupid, boring adults doing predictable things. I
1: think in the book, it's also a black suitcase that the money's in. Yeah. this In the film, it was in like. A briefcase, the sort of briefcase they have in movies that are they full of cash. To carry money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was. I didn't see the prince in the film being the daughter of the White Death. You may. No, have I, didn't, guessed I didn't that earlier. It. That was. I did not expect that. Um.
0: Um. I was. I didn't expect it because I thought it was a worse choice. <laughs> Although it does explain her having. A stronger desire to kill him and have a bomb kit ready. I guess.
1: Okay that that I think.
0: Okay, that's it. We're encapsulates. Really cool.
1: Oh, I know it's. Re- I didn't hear good things about this film. Yeah, I I heard mediocre things. Yeah. And I thought it was better than that. Yeah,
0: I thought it was than- fine. As a as a summer blockbustery action movie with a little comedy in it, it was mm. fine. I think it could have been better, but yeah, it wasn't a waste of time.
1: Okay, now I'm done. Now you're done. Now I'm done. Done for
0: real. For uh, realsies. For realsies. You want to tell them about our Patreon?
1: Yeah, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash five degrees. Uh, we are supported on a per episode base there you can put a monthly cap on that too so if you just want to support one episode a month you can just um, do that there are two perks one is that you get a list of movies we didn't watch because usually Kevin gives me a list of five and I choose one and it helps both of our anxiety levels yay uh, and the other perk is you get the super duper unedited version uh, from the moment we turn the microphone on to the moment we turn it off. And we thank you for supporting by listening or joining Patreon, which, however you you do, uh, we thank you very much. Did I cover it all? Yeah. Say so goodnight, Amy. Goodnight, Amy.